Hey you, do us a favor. Before you start listening to this great episode, go ahead and like, subscribe, and give us your feedback on whatever app you're listening to us on. Thanks, now enjoy. Like Derek said, we started this shit, we're gonna finish this shit. Hey, Playboy, run this shit, ho. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the fuck out of here. Welcome to the fuck out of here. Welcome to the fuck out of here. I say welcome to the fuck out of here podcast show. And I'm the guy that never lies unless I have to say to the soul. Clearly, y'all see BJ Truth beard today. <laughs> and we got a special guest, man. My little nephew, my first ever nephew, born in 1995 and May 23rd. And I was in first grade, and his mama was working the lows. And she came out and she's walking front, and she's like, My stomach hurt. My mom and my niece and my, my, my aunties was there, and it was like, What's wrong? And she was like, I just don't feel good. Went to school, came back, you was born. <laughs> so give it up for my nephew, Jermaine Colley, aka Tule. Hi. What a story. <laughs> what up, Tula? What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing tonight? Man, man, we just out here doing our thug thizzle for shizzle, man. You know what I'm saying? But before we get into what you got going on, what we got going on, we always have a... Your job does not determine your life. If your life is more important than your job, you need to take care of yourself because these people are going to replace you at the end of the day. So you don't put all your energy into people that's going to replace you if something happened to you. So therefore, you need to make sure you take care of yourself, your mental, your, 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 your chickens, and your stability because as soon as something happens to you, they don't give a fuck. They're just going to replace you. So in the meantime, between time, make sure you take care of yourself and use these people that they use you because you know what? When I three days I was out of work, they kept begging me to come back. <laughs> That's some bullshit. So that that shows me my my rate at the job. But at the same time, man, I'm gonna take care of myself first. I ain't about to die for no motherfucking body. And you need you a mental me? health break too. Yep, you need a mental health break. Something just shit rest, enjoy life, shit because that shit ain't go man fuck the people. But anyway, I'm back to work though. But that was a Oh, we uh everybody else if, y- if y'all know who anybody else missing, uh Miss Eve is missing, the creativepreneur, um Bates, uh and Latte, uh Bella, and that's basically that's it. So but anyway, we got my nephew Tula. What's up, Tula? It's good, it's good, chillin'. And tell us, uh, man, what you first of all introduce people, tell people who you are and what you do, and uh, all that good stuff, man. Well, again, my name is Jermaine College, also known as Tula C. I was given that name by this guy right here to the uh, to my left. I don't know how. No, I no, 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 grandmother gave you that name. <laughs> Your grandmother gave you that name. <laughs> no, she gave me Tula, you add the C, right? Right, right. Hold on, what does C stand for? Because I never heard that. I never heard Tuli C. I always heard Tuli. Kali. Last name Kali. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was something else, but I ain't going to say what it really is. Fuck out of I'm just saying, you you know, you get you. I, you know, I heard you, you're a legend in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I just thought you, you know. Fuck out of here. 
Anyway, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, again, like again, my name's Jermaine. This guy's nephew. Uh, I sell homes for a living. I'm also an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm building a platform right now. How to teach people about finances? One of the biggest things that we teach them to learn about how to use your money smart and wisely. How to make it grow, credit, all that good stuff. See, and that's a good thing. I'm glad you got on the show too, because you can enlighten all our listeners and people about credit, about how it's important to build credit, how it's important to build financial stability, how it's important to build all these things. So teach people the the, the main thing of uh. We can start with either uh, credit or we can start with just financial stability or we can start with uh, anything that can just enlighten people to help their financial situation better. Just keep people on game about that. Please. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say the first thing people need to learn how to do is when I talk to people, they don't even know how to budget. You know, uh, budget is very important because how you know where your money going if you're not tracking it. A lot of people just spend their money, they swipe their car here and there and like, Next thing you know, like, oh, my account in overdraft. Were you accountable for the money that you were spending? And people just think, you know, just write down a monthly budget. They're going to write down all my bills. But that's not just it. You got your regular bills, but you also got stuff that's come up throughout the day. You know, maybe go buy some food, uh, food uh, toilet paper, whatever. Did you account for that? So I do a monthly budget of my regular expenses. I also do what's called a paycheck budget. A lot of times people, you know, get paid twice a month, but they don't consider the bills that come during that time period. So by you putting your paycheck for each, a budget for each paycheck, you can kind of allocate what money is going to go for each bill. Let's say you get paid on the 1st and the 15th. Let's say your check is 1500 but your bills for that first, 15, first two weeks is 1600 You need to maybe call the company and say, hey, can I put this bill on this due date? So that when your next check coming on a 15, you got money to allocate for those bills. Right, 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 right. That's smart. So I think that's the most important thing. Most people don't know how to do that. They think, I'm just writing down my monthly bills for the month and I know how to pay them. Budget. But you, yeah, you need to do it for each paycheck too. Well, I only did that when I first moved in my first apartment. I only did that, that one time because that was my first time moving on my own. I never did that ever since now. But that is a smart way to manage, like really, really manage your stuff. Because I felt like when I did that, I was like, all right, I know what this gotta go to this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, yeah, I do that shit. But real shit though, like I need to do that. Cause like- Yeah, you know, for real. Like, cause that's smart. Cause when at the same time you be like, you just spinning, you're spinning, you're spinning. You be like, I got enough. You look at your car, you be like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> and you be like, man, where my money? Why? For real though, that's smart. That's smart. So like, if y'all, y'all listeners, y'all make sure y'all budget. So like, you say it makes sense. Especially if you get paid twice a week, not twice a week. So, you know, every two weeks. So like, you budget your money, and if you know, fifteen day cycle, you make sure accumulate all your bills, and then you said other things that just pop up. Y'all just you know split that and make sure you know you have enough money to pay your bills. The most important thing to do, you need to pay your bills, like cable, whatever. Well, necessities. You need light. You need you need a place to stay and you need water or whatever. You pay those bills and any other bill that you, you know, you think you need, like if you got Netflix or cable and all that shit, you budget all that and your amenities, you know, food, toilet paper, dishwashing liquid. You know, I, I say you budget that and you buy enough for the month. That way you ain't got to worry about that on your next paycheck. That way, whatever other bills you got in the second round, you just use that to either save or 
even a little extra money if you go out, you know, just put that to the side and just make sure you got enough money to, you know, hold yourself over for that month. But at the same time, save. So in case something does happen, you have extra money in case of emergencies. Right, Tula? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, again, I was talking about the first thing you want to do is learn how to budget. The second thing I would say people need to know how to do is they don't want to say this, but look for ways to cut expenses. I can put more money into your pocket. I'll give you a good example. Faiso's sister, my mother, wanted to switch from <laughs> wanted to switch. That was funny. That was funny. Just being real, man. My mama wants to switch from direct TV. Hold on, Tuli, hold on. So anyway, she was she got direct direct TV right now, right? And she got uh LUS for internet. So two separate bills together she's paying two forty. So she wanted to switch to Cox. And combine them together, it's gonna pay two twenty. So I'm like, okay, you saving twenty bucks a month. But what is that really gonna do for you? Not much. So I said, how many shows do you actually watch on your cable subscription? I only watch three or five shows, but you're paying for like hundred and thirty-five. Right. I said, man, get your fire stick, download some of these apps that can get subscription for like ten, fifteen bucks a month. And you'll, you'll cut that more than half. And she's like, you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> that's your mama, right? You know, you know your mama. That's your mama, right? You know your mama. We said, we said that the last episode, they're just women. Cause I, <laughs> well, I'm not, not going to say probably just women. It is my mama's older than most of us. Well, probably about that age. She, she, she was on. We were <laughs> well, she just probably just didn't know again, which a lot of people, if you don't know something, you're not going to take uh, action on it. So, the lack of information, she didn't have it. So, by me giving that information to her, she was able to cut DirecTV out completely to keep her LUF because that was pretty cheap. That was like 40 bucks a month. And now she got a fire stick with her little ass paying 55. So, now she's saving money. So, but you can do that with any other areas. You can do that with your cable subscription. Uh, Car insurance. How often do you shop around for car insurance if you're getting the best deal? Uh, let's see what else. Well, nobody never do that, boy. We only do that when you first need insurance, and we keep the same insurance for years and years. Shit, Shit. not me. After I saw it went you up did. on my insurance, I'm going to shop now. I was paying two forty uh-huh. something, and then I saw that the renewal was two eighty. I said, man, but forty dollars, I don't give a fuck. Forty dollars means something to me. Plus the more though, why would it go exactly. up? Then? Exactly. I, uh, why they, they they always do that to me for some stupid ass reason? Like, why you always go up? I didn't get no accidents on nothing, and like y'all always go up my insurance. Like, oh no, man. And then that's a, like a renewal fee. I don't know about. They do renewal fees. I don't know about renewal I fees, but <laughs> I, I do know. Bullshit. Bullshit. I do know this. Most uh, <laughs> car insurance they do base your rate based upon your credit. How's your credit doing? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know they. I didn't know they do that. That's, yeah, that's my credit me. is good. I just. I just got approved for three racks at Ashley's Furniture, <laughs> so my credit is good. And I had to put no down payment. Shit, like my credit is great. Like my credit is seven something. So like, I'm gonna call them and be like, "Hey, man, why my shit went up?" Like, maybe that, that don't make sense. maybe because of the maybe because of your call. Maybe maybe because. 
because of the kind of car you got. That's stupid. Yeah, I was about to say it's stupid, but that's dumb because like the car ain't got we don't drive that far. We ain't got that many miles on it, and like she barely drive it, and I barely drive my truck. We barely drive our vehicles, so it's like. Yeah, you could go up on our fucking car insurance. Let me I'm gonna call and be like, that's stupid. I hope that's a processing fee because from 244 to 280 something, like, oh no, cuz I'd rather shop around, bro. Don't try to, that's down $300 a month. The that only thing I can shit. think of is, but yeah, I, I bad, do know good. this, uh, because I got my car, which is a 2017. I was thinking about buying a newer one, and shockingly, the newer car, the insurance premium was lower. I think it also depends on the age of the car. So if you have a newer car, you're less likely to have anything, I guess, go wrong with it or something like that. So you put in the pace, so it's uh, less liability. So that could be a reason. Just thinking off the top of my head. Uh, but again, it's talking about other ways you can you know, decrease your expenses. Insurance is a big one. Cable subscriptions. Uh, stuff that you have that's not paying for. A lot of people got a gym membership. They don't even go to the damn gym. If you if you got a membership, at least go. But if you're not going to go, cancel the shit because then you're just paying for it for nothing. So that, that's just wasted money literally uh cell phone plans i mean i'm not gonna lie i got limited everything but i, I use that much but shop around for uh lower plans cricket boost mode prepaid. prepaid prepaid is a good option uh hold on i i'm not to cut you off but to cut you off but like the hold on the cricket, you know you go to cricket metro all of that, like you know it's is is great prices, but the service yeah, about the same we, we always have to think about the service, even though you'd be like oh we're metro probably like we other T Mobile like that yeah service still, whatever this and that but like nigga no like well no. again that's that's you gotta also pick the good ones like again that's why I mentioned cricket because cricket actually uses AT and T network which is this is the same thing as AT and T which is pretty good. Metro PS use T-Mobile. T-Mobile is some trash depending on where you live at. But again, it's going to just depend on where you live. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm giving different options because it's not going to apply to everybody in the same area. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas in Houston probably got Metro PS yesterday. It worked good out there. And cricket, yeah. yo. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it just depends on where you live at. So you got, again, everything that I'm saying is going to apply to everybody differently. You got to look at your own situation and figure out what's best for you. But I just want to give some examples on you know, that's some good ways to look at your finances and try to figure out ways to cut expenses. Because it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. Right. Cool. So, all right, Tula, with that being said, walk us down the process of purchasing a home. Because I just recently purchased a home, trying to give DJ Truth to purchase a home. Now, walk us down. Well, I say, go before you, before all of that, like, go, it, it start with credit anyway. So, do the credit and then go to. Process after. Yeah. Okay, cool deal. So yeah, credit is very important. As I was watching a video on this earlier, you know, back in the day, credit was only really used to buy two things, houses and cars. But nowadays, everybody looks at your credit from when you buy, again, insurance, even jobs looking at people's credits now. They want to know how you're managing your money. And basically all your credit score is, is like your financial report card. How do you take care of your finances? But I want to tell people one of the biggest ways that can really help your credit. I know a lot of us were taught to stay away from them, but I highly recommend them if you just know how to use them properly and you have the discipline, and that's the credit cards. I have eight different credit cards. Yes, I know it's a lot. But again, it's all about management. So I use each card for something different. I got a card for my phone bill. I got a card for gas. 
I got a car for food. I got a car to uh, just when I when I go like and go out and stuff because I get uh, cash back and stuff like that. But the reason why it's so good to use a credit card because again, you're using other people's money, but you still you pay it off with your money. But it helps you along the process because it shows that you can take it shows to the credit company that you can use their money, but then give it right back. So it, right. it, it shows it's them that you know how to you're responsible with your money. Yeah, it shows you responsible right. with your money, basically. So yeah, so a lot of people get a credit card, they just start swiping, they start shopping. So I'm gonna pay it back later. That's the worst thing you can do. The best thing to do is use it as you would use your normal debit card. Like I'm gonna put twenty dollar gas. I'm gonna put it on the credit card and then just pay the card off the next day. The right. same money, you're just transferring it. Because with a credit card, if you put it on a card and you pay it off within 21 days, you pay no interest. So what's the difference? Right. Uh, that's what I was doing with when I was reading calls when I was when I was in Georgia coming back and forth out here. That's what I was doing, like using the credit card, and then as soon as they go through, I would take the money, whatever I would get paid that Friday or whatnot. And it just paid a pay paid off the credit card. So that's mm -hmm. what was building my shit up when I was like about to get the house in Georgia. I was building my credit fast like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. It just people sometimes people don't be thinking, like just like you say, like I could use my credit card for twenty dollars put gas, and it's like the next day you pay, you know, you pay it, but it's like nigga be getting sidetracked and be like, oh shit, I forgot to and then it's like yeah, it shit happens. Yeah, I was just like the biggest thing is is I guess management of it, remembering what you put on the card, keeping track of everything. It 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 takes it's a habit, and you have to build. It's kind of like a muscle. You got to build it up. Just you know, constantly remember what I put on this card. Oh hell, I, when I was doing that first, I kept a notepad with me, so I know what I put on each card, how much it was, and that way the next day I can say, okay, I'm gonna pay this off, pay it off, pay it off, boom, 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 done. Smart. You got them Walmart, them little little flippable notepads. Put the date on it, put the amount, put the card every night before bed or the next morning. Look at it, scratch it off. That's one way to start working on your credit. Because uh, the the three biggest things that affect your credit score is one, payment history. So with a credit card, you're actually doing two of those again by paying it off before the due date and uh, using the card that the payment history. The second thing is credit utilization rate. So the biggest thing is with a credit card, most people don't tell you this, they don't want you going over 30%. Right. About to say don't go over 30%. Yeah, if you want to use uh, just even numbers, if you got a $1,000 limit, don't put no more than $300 on that card. That's why I got eight of them. I mean, I got, my limits is constantly going up a little bit, but when I start out, I got multiple cards for that main reason. I can spread it out. But you don't want to go over 30%. But a better rule is actually if you can keep it under 10%, it's even better. Again, that's the reason why I have so, so many. So hold ahead. on, I got a question. So you're saying is they want you, they give you a limit, but they don't want you to actually spend the limit. No. That's, that, that's to show your credit utilization. Like that, that, that helps your credit score, basically. If your credit utilization stays at 10%, like Tula said, like if it stays that way, it'll build your credit score up. They ain't saying you can't use it, but to the credit reporters and like when they pull your credit or when they're trying to approve you for something, let's say you like for your house and your credit utilization is too high, it'll be like mm -hmm. your income ratio is too, you know, it's too, too much. Like pay that car down a little bit so you can get approved for this house because they won't approve you for this loan seeing your debt or income ratio is too high. Right, Tuli? Uh, 
that's one way to look at it, yeah. But I put it, put it like this in, in their eyes. If I gave you $1,000 just to use on a need basis, because mm-hmm. taking what credit card was supposed to be for, for a need, if you needed it, if I give you $1,000, why are you using 900 every month? Mm, all right. And shit like that, shit like that. You can't manage your money, probably. If I, got, if I give you $900 every month and you're only paying the minimum? Yeah, so mm. it's like, yeah, yeah, all right, I got you. That makes sense. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> A wise man told me this. I put uh, what's the best way to look at someone else's shoes? Let me ask you that. The best way to look at what? Somebody else's like, you know, two would say, you never been in my shoes. What's the, how are you going to be in their shoes? Basically, that's what I'm asking. What's the first thing you got to do to look at somebody else in their shoes? Look at them? No. <laughs> no, you put their shoe on them. Oh, you got to live their life. You got to yeah, take off your shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. get so you got to get out of your perspective and look at it from their perspective. Shit like that, shit like that. Because people always like when you, you that's right. Because people always like looking at your shit, but they still like they project it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right to this shit like that. Shout out to their wise name that they tortured him. Shout out to their wise. I ain't got gray hair in my beard for nothing, man. Look my dumb ass. Uh, look at Adam. Uh, oh, <laughs> their shoes. They got to tie their shoes. <laughs> you got to ask me, what size shoe you wear? Because I want to walk in yours. <laughs> I didn't know shit. All right, shit. After the FDR to the credit shit, then, then what? Like, what's the process on keep, keep going from the to getting approved for a house or home loan, basically? Well, the, the two biggest things when trying to buy a house one is a credit. That's the first thing they're going to look at. I tell people this all the time. You can make $200,000 a year, but if your credit score is jacked, they ain't lending you no money. That's first off top. So I told this guy like this. You got to hit a five. I'm not trying to tell you name. I mean, he had a 515 credit score. That's considered very poor. So I said, let me ask you a question. If I gave you $200,000 to buy a house, What's the likelihood of you paying me back based on your credit score? Give a 515. You want me to give you $200,000 for this house? And I, I'm supposed you to pay me back within 30 to 15 to 30 years? See, like, this, this is what I'm not cut you off, Twitter, but to cut you off. This, this is what I don't like people, this is how, especially the black community, this is what they think. Like, my nigga, like, like let's say you're a credit loan officer, all right? And like, I'm, I'm the dude, like, I work to FedEx, I make 90000 a year. A credit score jacked up though. He'd be like, "My nigga, you see my financial paperwork. You see I make the money. Why not give me the loan, bro? I make the money, bro. I've been working here five years, my nigga. Fuck that credit shit. I make the money. But pull me for this fucking house. I'ma pay the shit. Stop playing with me, bro. If I'll beat your ass. I make the money. I, I I pay my rent on time. I have the rent history. Fuck that credit shit, bro. I ain't got no credit card. <laughs> shit." What, man? What you want me to do? Oh, I'm tired of written. <laughs> For real, though. How you deal with well, people like that? <laughs> I, oh, I tell never got No, wait, I, I, I deal with people. What do, you, what, what do you tell the black man that I just portrayed? What do you tell the black man? You'd be like, hey, man, listen, I understand how you feel, but this credit is important. You need to fix your credit. 
You have to. If listen, if you don't have a credit card, go apply for one. Your, your, your financial, uh, the money you make, put that on your report. They'll approve you for a five hundred dollar credit card or whatever. You do do the things you said. Boom, do that. Uh, let your limit go up. They might raise your limit to a thousand. Like boom, get some more credit cards or go apply for some bullshit loan here and there, pay it back. Look, build your credit and your credit score will grow up from 550 probably to a 590 in like six months. Boom, do it another with another six months. It might go up a little bit more, bro. Then look, you'll be the 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 the, the rate to fucking get approved for a home loan. Mm-hmm. It might not be the one you want, but still just like just keep building. Like it takes time. You can't be impatient. I understand you've been working for four years, but you need to think about your credit because. Nobody will give you no money without credit. So that's what you need to work on. But my nigga, yeah. I work. <laughs> you just answered your own question, but essentially, no, uh, yeah. I'm I was, the, nigga, I'll be a nigga, 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 nigga. I play two people right now, basically. <laughs> but my nigga, I work. <laughs> well, you have to work a, you have to work a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but look, yeah, typically I just tell me know how credit works. And then I do know a friend of mine who actually has like a, a credit repair company. Where you teach people more about credit. That's why I know a lot about it. Plus, I mean, I have a good credit myself, so I know how to do credit. But I tell them, like, hey, if you want to talk to somebody who you can spend more time with you about that, I refer them to somebody else, basically. That's what I do. But, you know, credit is important. Uh, and shockingly, I actually learned a lot from Credit Karma. I know Credit Karma don't give you the most accurate credit score, but they give you a lot of tools and resources for free online so you can learn on how to better your credit score. So... As a free source, people can check out Credit Karma. There's a bunch of articles they got on there that shows you what's important. Again, like those top three things I was mentioning was the, that affects your credit score the most, which is your payment history, your credit utilization rate, and uh, time history, like your length of credit, which for most yeah, people, they how don't... Long you credit? How, long you, how long you been establishing credit, basically? The years you've been... Right. Mm-hmm. And like, for us as a community, you know, as Black people... We wasn't hardly taught that, you know, white people, what they would do, shit, their parents would put their kids on their credit card since, like, they was a baby. And then they've been building their credit for 18 years. So when they turn 18, they got freaking 800 credit cards, they can buy whatever the hell they want. True. So we just need to apply those same principles to us. Like, DJ Truth, you got a baby in your hand right now, man? You got a credit card, put that baby on there. Yeah, I am. I was about to say that I don't want to do the same <laughs> thing for my little everything. Yeah, like for real though. Cause now you will set them up in a better position when they graduate high school to where they can say, for example, they want to buy a car. We can talk about that later. They should get you know something decent out of high school, nothing, nothing freaking brand new. But they can get that car by themselves without having to tie your income up. That's what a lot of people do. Like my mama did, which I'm thankful she did that. But if She's I know what I know now. <laughs> no, she didn't talk my shit up. Basically, like, no, she co-signed for me to get my first car because I had. No oh, I think about when you were small. I remember when you were small, like, like when you was born, they had Jermaine Collie under the phone. It was you. It was in Tulane Collie under the phone. Bill, she had. No, no, I was, I'm talking about when I when I turned 18, I wanted to get a car, but I had no credit, so my mom had to co-sign. I had a job where I could afford it, but again, no credit. But had she like maybe put me on a car when I was right. a baby, I could have got a car by myself. And that again, anytime you're co-signing for somebody, and now that ties up your expenses when you're trying to go right. apply something else. All right. So, which leads to the second thing, which is most important when buying a house, is your debt-to-income ratio. How much money are you making plus what you're currently paying for? 
which brings me to another big important part. Again, when we're talking about cutting expenses and limiting what you have to pay. Again, a credit card is cool, but you know, if you got a car loan, you got student loans, you got bank loans, you got just every little thing you can think of that goes against your credit, they're gonna look at that like you, you, you can make this, yeah, you make this much, but you're paying for all this too. So it's like we gotta deduct that from what you're making to see if you can pay for this house. Right. Because typically a uh, uh a mortgage company or a lender or a bank, they don't want you going over 50% of your income when you're trying to buy a house. So, again, uh, using simple numbers, if you make 4000 a month, you're trying to buy a house, your mortgage payment plus everything else that you got to pay for should not exceed $2,000 a month. Which is kind of smart on their part because they know you got other things to pay for besides this house and your current responsibilities, you know, you still got to pay for food, water, gas, utilities, stuff like that. That don't really affect, that doesn't reflect on your credit report. report yeah. They want to make sure you have enough money to pay for your house, your car, and still do the things you need to do. They want to, they so, want to make sure you, you can pay anything that's on their credit report. Like you right. know, and, and still have like, you mean $4,000, you know, like you say, you got to at least pay your mortgage like 12 something, you call like five something. And these little credit cards, you know, make sure you stay in that range to where you know you can pay that and whatever the other two thousand dollars you make, you pay whatever else you gotta pay. But that's why right. the lenders look at okay, yeah, because that's what they did with me. <clears throat> I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that wouldn't be smart on them if they let's say you make four thousand a month, but you buy this house plus all your other expenses equal to three thousand a month. So basically, you have a thousand dollars left to live off of. Right. I want to live like that. Man, that ain't no life. What can you live with a thousand dollars a month? Shit, groceries gonna be about three, four hundred bucks a month right there. Light bill, hundred bucks. So now you're down to five hundred dollars just right there just to do what? Cable. Cable, then gas. Other, then if you got kids, shit like that, you gotta pay for them shit. Then you got oh. right. So I mean, it, it does play an important factor. Which brings me to my third point that I'll be speaking on my platform about. But then, like the first thing we talked about was budget. The second thing was cutting expenses. The third thing is finding ways to make more money. Because the way the world we're living in now, especially due to inflation, everything is constantly going up. If you don't make at least fifty-five thousand a year, or close to twenty-seven bucks, twenty-seven dollars an hour, it is very hard to live. That's why most people. That's why most millennials, people like me, still stay with their parents because the cost of living is one astronomically higher than what it used to be. Extremely. So finding ways to increase your income, where that could be working a part-time job, doing some type of uh, side hustle, side like some other gig type things, like you know, like Uber or DoorDash. I used to do that. Um, find little ways to make money online, like a. Uh, maybe creating like a little e-commerce store, selling stuff on eBay, just finding ways to make more money. Or if you have a job that you like now, applying yourself to that job to possibly get a promotion, uh, just things like that, but always be looking for ways to make more money. Right. If you just apply just those three things, I got other things I'll talk about in my program that I'm releasing, but just focusing on, I'm working on it. Uh, you got a program. 
It's called MMM. It's from- <laughs> hold on, Tuli, hold on, hold on. Who it was? Talking about you know, with a program. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on a program. It's basically, you know, it's like a uh, financial program just to show people how to use their money properly. I call it, I'm calling it MMM, which stands for My Money Makeover. So you how to, you know, get your money, how to use your money right and properly based off of financial and actually biblical principles. Because the Bible talks about money a lot, actually. Most people don't realize that. The Bible mentioned money over 2,000 times. Money is very important. I never read about people once. Huh? <laughs> I never read the Bible once. I tried. <laughs> I read a couple of scriptures. I mean, it's cool. I read, I read, uh, you know, the Bible, Bible, Bible. I read the scripture. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, the, the Bible speaks about how to use money properly. And I, I apply a lot of those principles. A lot of principles I was, I was talking to you about, I learned from the Bible, actually. Uh, and uh, other people, too. But, uh, it is good principles to learn from. But anyway, but this don't again, those three things just from what I was talking about can help change a person's financial situation just from doing those three things. Making a monthly and a paycheck budget, constantly looking at ways to decrease your expenses, and then constantly finding ways to increase your expenses. All right. Just doing those three things off top will help you any person's financial situation. And then also of course learn how to increase your credit score. But in my program, I talk about some other things too, like I get into savings. Like a lot of people don't save. I don't. Uh, that's a problem. <laughs> and Kate, I, I I wanna I wanna like I know you're about to move on, but I was like, I wanna get more into the saving, like because I feel like nowadays it's not as easy to save, man. Like it is very easy. The problem is people overthink about it because they think they need to save a lot. Saving is not so much about the amount. It's more about the habit. Because once you build the habit, it becomes like second nature. So I got a chance for you. Uh, every paycheck, just start saving five bucks. Mm-hmm. So you build that habit. But again, it's a habit. Five bucks. So once, once you, once I make it a habit of doing it, that's when it'll be like, oh, man, I could just see this. I could start saving a big amount, right? Right. That's, that's the whole point. That's how I start. I started out just saving. I'm just put five bucks in this account, five bucks in this account. Then as I start paying down stuff, I said, oh, now I got my money. Maybe I can actually save 10 bucks. I'm going to save 100 bucks. It's just, it's just the habit. But if you're not putting habits in place, let me rephrase that. There's another quote. What you've done with the least is what you do with the most. Meaning? Meaning, if you can't, let's say you make, again, let's say you say you make $2,000 a month and you're not saving no money. If you start making $10,000 a month, you stay going to save no money because you ain't start saving to the beginning. What you do with the least is what you're going to do with the most. So if you make $2,000 right now and you're not even saving five bucks, if you make ten thousand, right, you still don't say five bucks. You ain't start with me here with two. Cause when we was to make more money, they actually start spending more money. Oh, now you're I got right ten thousand. I'm gonna start spending more. Well, you're right, dude. Because you, you're right, though, Because I was making like two racks a month, I wasn't saving nothing, and I'm making double that, and I still ain't saving nothing. So it's like, it's like you're right. I was just about to say that because how you said ten, it was like well in my mind because I I I know in my mind I would be like oh yeah I'm gonna save it like but I know sometimes you're like. 
oh, I you got add, some money. I can spend a yeah, little bit more. Yeah. And then you but add, it's like you add you add shit. Like you add like I added a car note. I added a house note. A, a, a house note. I added a bill. I added another financing bill. I added like I was like all I'm thinking is I got it. So I can actually afford these things. I'm not saying like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna save it now. I'm just saying, oh, now I can afford these things that I couldn't afford before. But that's right too. You need to like, you know, if I ain't gonna save. And you're telling yourself like, oh, I'm gonna save this because I make that much money. But it's just like what Tula said, you're not actually saving because you didn't save when you had less. Yeah, exactly. Just like you're telling yourself like, nigga, I, I make ten stacks a week. <laughs> I mean, a month. Like, nigga, I'm about to. Shit, where you want to go next week? I got the money. Yeah, like you. T- yeah, so it's like uh, it's scary. Nigga, <laughs> 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 y'all ready to go to Vegas tomorrow? Let's go. Nigga. For real, nigga. Nigga, shit, nigga. I'm booking the whole room. Nigga, what the hell is shit? Nigga, is good. be like, man, what about work? Be like, fuck that job. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> ten beds a month. Nigga, doing nothing. Nigga, what to do? Nigga, shit. And next man be like, man, I ain't why I ain't saying no money. Yeah, and that, that yep. makes sense, though. Yeah, because in the long run, you'd be like, damn, man. Remember that money where I went to Vegas? <laughs> should have said that money. I should have said that shit, yup. Yeah. No, we're having it back now, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, again, that's that's what all savings about, man. Just, again, five hours, you probably spend that on a McDonald's meal. Man, I spend, like, I think I spend, like, when I, when I think about the budgeting thing, like, on food weekly, I probably spend, like, $200. Over $100. Yeah, I was about to say over $100. Holy. And that's not even talking about groceries. That's just like day to day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that food add up, son. Yeah. <laughs> buy like, you, buy you a loaf of bread and some turkey uh, slices to make a sandwich. Like something <laughs> listen, hey, listen. I understand what you, I understand what you saying, but that shit hard. Because hold on, nigga, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I heard an old white man say this. A man I used to work with used to bring his weenie and bread and ketchup and eat it at work. And this old white man looked at him and said, that's you eating for lunch? He was like, mama, I ain't got the money to do. I ain't about to waste my heart on money on going next door to these expensive restaurants. And, and, and old white man said, you know what? He said, I might not be the richest man in the world, but I'm eating good. Everybody started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm not saying I don't eat it. He's like, nah, nah, nigga, you eat your weed. You go eat your weed. I'm going to eat, nigga. He said, if I got the money, I'm going to eat. I'm going to fuck. Fuck that weed in bread shit. Well, <laughs> Again, it all goes back to a person's individual life. I mean, not saying you have to eat it every day, but shit. That nigga was eating that shit every day. <laughs> well, I understand. Well, for him, he's, he's being very frugal, which, again, nothing wrong with that. But uh, he, again, he had habits. He, like, he probably pay more money on cases of beer. You know, the old men drink beer after work and shit. They probably, that's, they, cigarettes and beer, they got their other habits. Yeah, but no, I understand. Like, for a regular person, like, like you say, like yourself, you spend maybe. $200 a week just on food out and about. But if you cut three days out of the week that you work by bringing like a sandwich or something, that'll save you some more money. I was say you ain't got to go like cold turkey to stop eating every day. Just maybe cut it out. Maybe do like every other day. Start small. Again, okay. what you do with the least is what you're going to do with the most. <laughs> no, for real, you gotta keep that mindset because I did that when I was working in Georgia when I was on the road. When I be, I go, I know I have to be on the road overnight, like and sleep out, like you know, grab, you know, make some sandwiches when I'm on the road so I can eat it. But I know, like, whenever I'm at that truck stop 
and I wake up that that morning, I'm gonna get this out of the truck stop. But yeah. I know uh, that's a limited, like not to spend money on snacks and all of that shit, because I got it on me, and I and it, and it limited my stop, my stopping too. So that's how I looked at it. Yeah, man, it's just a mindset thing. It's really it you gotta. Because when I was working, when I was doing pencil sharpening shit, but that's when I ain't had no money. I had to bring sandwiches. But like, and then like certain jobs, they give you 30 minute lunch breaks. So you're not going to, some, some people go bring their food. They're not go go to, but my situation is different. I'm driving. So like I only eat once, I only eat in the morning. So like, I don't have to like actually buy nothing, but like, ah. I, I want to eat because I'm trying to gain weight. So that's why that's just like, it's like a thing I have to eat because I get out of the truck like over a hundred sometimes a day going back and forth, going upstairs, downstairs. Like I'm not going to gain the weight like that. So like I got to eat. So I have to eat. Even if it's like bring some food, I don't want the food to spoil in that hot ass truck I'm in. So it's like, I ain't got no AC, like cooler and whatever. It melts the ice and it still be fucking warm. Like, yeah, yeah. Very complicated. It is. It just... Just, like I said, I just, it just goes back to however you, your lifestyle and your mindset is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, continue oh, yeah. the house thing. Yeah, I would say that's all the time, dog. Derek, even you, Blake, just start by doing that. Just, I'm going to say five off of each check. And then do that for like a month or two and sign up again. Hey, I'm going to say $10 each check. So basically, $5 a week. Yeah. I'm gonna do that shit. I got the little app for my stuff so I could like actually like transfer tell them. Yeah, I could tell them to take a certain amount of money out, out of my check. So uh oh. I would have to like, I would have to literally like try to get another account to transfer it in because to trade, yeah. Like I, I can't just 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 do it. It's like it's, it's what? Hard. It's hard. a lot of people have that problem. You can also do uh kind of like how you, some people got auto draft for their bills yeah just do it and mm. auto like when you get paid do it like in your uh a bank no not the bank what's your job i know you can do it with uh, a way where you can say hey take this amount of my check and put it in my savings account that way you don't even see it i don't think my yeah that's what i like about the work thing like you're you really ain't gonna see it. you could i could take it out of my check like you're gonna see it in check still yeah, but, but you could see it like you could just yeah. look at you could look at your deposit more than what they took out. Maybe. Right. Yep. And, and then again, but five hours though, and then that one time you check your savings account, you're like, oh, I got fifty bucks in here. Again, not a lot of money, but hey, you got it. Hey, it probably make your mind say, be like, all right, that's fifty dollars. Yeah. Like you this month, this whatever, whatever is like, wow. You be like, nigga, I said 50, nigga, you know, I'm gonna save 100 next month, nigga. I'm gonna save 200 next month, nigga. I'm gonna save 200 next month. And then hold on, and then you gonna have that one month when something yep. gonna happen, they'll be like, what the fuck you gonna take all of my shit? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think about goddamn savings and go ahead and do this shit. I didn't want to are you gonna are you, you gonna get that call? Be like, hey bro, listen, we about to go to Vegas. What's <laughs> happening? Be like, that nigga be like, I got that savings account. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. See, there's, there's another level to savings that I ain't even talked about yet. See, we're just talking about just getting the habit started. But most people don't, don't know you should have to have three different types of savings. <laughs> I was trying like, to, like, when I was doing like the graphics, I was like, everything I made off of that, I would just leave in like either my PayPal or my cash up and I wouldn't touch. And then I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm going to just let that accumulate 
and like my checks, I'm gonna do half of that, just pay my bills and say the rest. But like, shit, that stop quick. So I add, yeah. Like, hey, you need to pay this. You need to pay that. You need to pay this. You gotta pay that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Cancel that. That's the, the whole oh, man, before we co- before hold on before we keep going. Eve's in the building. What's up, Eve? Is she here? Hey, what's up, yeah? Why she ain't showing her face? I want to see what she look like. This know, uh, Taylor Eve, Jack, the creator. I still don't know what she look like. That's where you can go see what I look like. But you're on a Zoom call right now. The Zoom is to show your face. This nigga so see, the eight, good thing eight. is, this is definitely a podcast. I don't think he know who I am. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, so it's a podcast. she can kiss her ass, like, because that was the little stupidest shit. She should have stayed her fucking ass off the podcast. For real, like, she you should have, that's why I like even that. said that's, that's, I that didn't respond to it. I was not even tripping about it, it's all good. Nah, I want to And you weren't trying to be, in no, yeah, And you weren't trying to be no asshole on the, you were just like, just wanted to Like, I was about to go off on her, she lucky she got off, bro, because like, bro, that's my nephew, don't talk to him like that. He didn't want to see what you look like, he ain't asking for too much. Like, bro, don't, like, uh, I apologize. I'm a, I'm a, like, fuck, don't let Jay, trust me, it ain't worth it. We fuss nah, all the time. Okay. <laughs> that was some bullshit, bro. Ugh. What's the point? Derek, get your stupid friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, dumb. bro. I'm not in the movie. Well, as, soon as, when she, as soon as she said that she was with her family, that's why I never respond because you know, like you with your family, so it's like yeah, you ain't gotta come on. Like you ain't have to come on at all. Like you, you ain't have to do like that. That was the especially most- if you had the attitude already. Like for if you know you're not in the mood, don't do. You've been you you've been going for two episodes. Like we don't care. Don't- like we not reaching out to y'all no more. Like if y'all come on, y'all come on. Me and Derek got this. Like don't don't do that shit, bro. That was. That, that's, that's, wait, she, she, she lucky she hung up. I'm about to go off on the ball. Like, hey, don't, don't talk to my nephew like that. What the fuck you think you're talking to? <laughs> Shit, this, not no, way, this, like this, this, no, this not no guess. My nephew, what the fuck wrong with you, man? Stupid ass, bro. Anyway. Uh, I'm about to switch gears, man. Fuck this shit. Hey, bro, look, but listen, man. If you got an attitude, you're on your period, or somebody piss you off, and you're going through problems, stay the fuck off the podcast. The second don't, time bring the energy, don't bring yeah, the energy. Yeah, don't on bring the energy on you, man. Energy on you, bro. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Don't do that. Like that's stupid. Stay the fuck off. Don't do that shit. All he did is say, "Do you want to see?" You could have said, "Uh, uh, like I'm not in the mood." Or, or, or look, you should have came on. Put it like that. Fuck, stupid ass, dumb ass, <laughs> creative print nuts. Fuck out. Have a. I could say have a great day on purpose and go fuck up the podcast. <laughs> You fuck up my you you messing up my vibe like I was talking about financial literacy and shit. This dumbass motherfucker would come with an attitude like he just asked to see if that's all he did. Just like I don't want to show my face. Uh, bye. Oh, he must not know who I am. We don't give a fuck who you is. Clearly, you don't know who he is because he wanted to see your face. And that's why I said I said I don't know who you are. Shit, like come on, man, don't do that. But shit, it just you can show her 
how she was like she was on a tag move thinking that you're attacking and it's like my yeah, and then she said like y'all gonna just let her let y'all let him att- he's not attacking you not attacking that's the thing is like, he's actually asking a question you. he just wants to see if he shit if I, if I thought he was attacking you yeah which i obviously we obviously didn't think he was taking a lot of fuck with his nothing stupid ass like come on he just want to see your face i think <laughs> i heard like her background was kind of loud maybe she's she with our family. She with our family. She's she's son. She she rolled in the group and she said, "I'm a I'm a come in for a second, but I'm with my family." Yeah, I, nobody responded to her because we seen that she was with her family. So yeah. don't come on. Like stay the fuck off. Like don't come over here with no fucking attitude, bitch. What the fuck wrong with you? That's why at the beginning we said what I told you. Because me and me and Blake came up with this shit and we we're gonna finish this shit. No fucking about else, especially with attitudes like that. No, that's that's just wag, dog. Like, no, like and usually I'm the one that try to like don't like be the peace person, but that shit was wag. You don't do no shit like that. Especially this is my nephew, guy. What the fuck wrong with you, guy? What the fuck you think this is? Fucking stupid ass. Nah, Bates, I don't know, whatever. Is that was still wrong with you did with Bates too last time? Shit, I don't give a fuck who Bates anybody. You don't know who this person is, shit. Fuck. Stupid ass. Yeah. Anyway, let's switch back to the topic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah man. God <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were talking about savings, and I said we were just talking about just getting the habit started, but people should also realize that you should have three different types of savings. Number one, an emergency expense savings. Like, most people can't, like, like Derek said earlier, oh, man, this shit popped up. Mm-hmm. Had you put a uh, start saving, you could have had the money to take care of it. So I, I I recommend having at least five hundred to a thousand. You know, if you can save for an emergency, and what I mean by an emergency, like fucking uh flat tire out of nowhere, that should happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah go buy a new tire or whatever. That would be an emergency, or uh, I don't know. Some break in the house. Some break in yeah. the house. You ain't got warranty. Right. Some yeah. break. <laughs> when, when you got when you got these these storms that be coming from nowhere. And, yeah, shit. And you got to take off of work and your job don't have a uh, paid uh, days off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Like that. Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An emergency saving. Uh, emergency saving. The next thing I say you should have is, which takes a little time to build is your monthly income saving, meaning you should try to have at least six months save of your monthly expenses. God forbid, COVID happened. A lot of people lost their jobs. If you had six months of your expenses saved, you lost your job, well, I'm, I'm good for at least six months so I find something else or start doing something else. Oh, ain't nobody be thinking about this. And, and it, I feel like out of a lot of, I don't know, like to say, but I feel like it's like a one or two percent of people that actually just think about what you just see. Like, I don't think nobody be thinking about it, mm-hmm. especially now. Not even thinking about it because of what just happened with the COVID thing, but I think nobody will be thinking about it. Shit, I know. I mm-hmm. would, I would, shit, who thought anybody think like a pandemic would happen or anything? Nobody thinking about that. Right. So again, emergency savings, monthly savings, and then the next thing is your big spend savings, meaning like savings like to buy a house. 
you can you know buy a house with very little to money down if you're buying like in a certain area you can do rural development and you can probably get somebody to pay the closing costs but you know for the most part when you're trying to buy a house you want to put some money down which takes thousands of dollars typically so having a goal of the amount of money you want to put down towards the house having savings for that or like to buy to put down like towards a car like most people buy a used car or a very cheap car because what they can afford but had you saved a little bit to put down towards something a little bit nicer, you can get what you want. True, 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 true. So, <clears throat> your three accounts, like, how, what would you recommend people put with a monthly income of, let's say, 3500 What would you recommend they put in each account each month? I wouldn't recommend putting in each. I recommend start with one. Okay. Start by just having your emergency fund. That's gonna be the most important because if something happens, you got that taken care of. Well, let's, just, let's say they want to do the three accounts. What would you recommend? Just like to the the, the, so the smallest amount, the smallest amount. All right, let's say they make four. Let's say they make get thirty five hundred a month, and they have let's say twenty two hundred in bills. There's like car note, insurance, cable, all that. So yeah, what would you thirteen hundred? Yeah, so would you recommend it like save in all three accounts? That's not including like food, gas, and all that shit. I'm just saying, like, what would you recommend? Depending on what how they spend habits out again, start small. Take a hundred dollars, put fifty in the emergency, and then put twenty-five for the monthly and big spend. And then once your emergency, which is like five hundred or whatever, take that fifty you put into the emergency and start putting into the monthly and then once you reach six months of your monthly just start putting everything into your big spend okay so kind of like a little snowball effect you're putting in all three and then one when one hits the amount you're looking for take that same money which some people will do like oh i reached my goal i'm gonna start putting this money somewhere like just start blowing it no start putting it towards the next the next account or the next the next thing you're trying to save for and let that build up and then take everything you just put in that and put into the last one Cool, 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 cool. Makes sense. All right. <clears throat> makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Schooling these niggas, man. Schooling these niggas, these financial shit, nigga. And most of the reason why I, I can talk about this stuff is because not I've been studying. I'm really giving people my personal testimony of my life because uh Blake probably noticed or not, but I bought a house. Nobody really showed me what to do, but I bought one just because I was trying to do big things. But I, I bought a house, I had a car, but I wasn't saving. I was just spending my money. And then my job cut out pay. Damn. I couldn't really, I couldn't really, again, like you said, nobody be thinking about that stuff. It happened to me. And that's the reason why I'm so passionate about it, because I don't want it to happen to anybody else. Just because of not knowing. I have the information, I have the knowledge I want to share with people so they don't make the same mistake I did. Because when they my job cut my pay, I lost my house due to foreclosure. I had to move in with my mom, my sister. You did move in with my mom. That's what I'm saying. I had to move in with my grandmother. Uh, put a, now, it wasn't really a burden on them or anything like that, but I had to move back in with my grandmother. Then I moved in with my sister and her boyfriend. And now I'm back home with my mom. I haven't got a chance to get my own place back yet. And that happened. I lost my house almost three years ago. Uh. 
So by not yeah. making the right decision, it pushed me back almost three years. I'm about to probably get my own place very soon, but look how long it took me to catch back up because of what I did not know. Yep. That shit go towards your credit, right? Foreclosure? But the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I paid somebody, a credit person, to uh, take care of it, but like, that that my I had I was in the seven hundred credit scores at that time too. When I lost my house, that shit dropped down to the five. So again, I had to literally rebuild myself back up, and again, learning from what I from my shortcomings put this process together that I've learned so people can get in the financial place and stay in place or even get ahead. Again, the first thing is the budget. Reduce expenses, increase income. Next is savings. Once you get to that, the fifth thing is protection. And what I mean by that, that's going to depend on the person. Like for you two, I don't know if you had it or not, but life insurance. Yeah, I got it. Through who? Through your job or, or do you have a, through a company? Fidelity. Okay, well, that's good. Because that's the same shit. Company. No. Well, I don't like, consider, I don't have well not company, company, but yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't consider, like, if your job gives you life insurance part of the benefits package, I don't consider that you having life insurance. Main reason why. Hell no. If you leave the company or you get fired, you got to know what to do. Right. So you need to always have a, a policy outside of your job or whatever. And the, most people, again, always buy the wrong type, which, I mean, I don't think it's the wrong type, but when you're younger, it's best to buy a term, mainly because it's cheaper and you can get more coverage. And yep. the biggest thing for life insurance anyway is if you were to die unexpectedly or prematurely and you have a, like, 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 like you have a, a wife, a child, and you provide income for them. If you was to die tomorrow, God forbid, you would need that money to a place so they can keep living. Right. So, so I call that protection, basically, for your family. Now, for me, I don't have a house or kids, so I don't really need life insurance. But I actually do have a policy from on myself. I only have one hundred fifty thousand. I pay like thirty bucks a month for it. But God forbid I die, that one fifty gonna go to my mama. But you know, yeah. Again, I got mine when I was like shit, 20, 20, 20? I got mine when I was twenty. I got life insurance when I was twenty. Well, it's good. It's good. So again, when you're younger, yeah. it's cheaper for one, and then again, like I said, it it builds that habit. So once you get older and start having a family and kids, and you know you're gonna need more, you're already expecting that. Like, let's say you're paying twenty bucks a month for life insurance. You married, have a kid, buy a house, and now it's going up to like, a, I don't know, 80 bucks a month, whatever. You're not going to trip because you know what it's for because you've been paying for it already. Yep. It's all about, again, about building a habit. So, I don't see that. I don't see that $26 every day take out. I don't see that shit. Yeah. So, once you got your savings in place and you got the protection in place, the next thing that you would start needing to do because people don't think about this either. Investing for retirement. Let me ask you a question. How much money do you think you need to have in retirement? <laughs> a lot. You yeah, probably don't, but I feel like... You it, depends, it, depends, it depends how your, your lifestyle is. If, like, let's say you retire at 60, like Paul, and, like, 
everything paid for. I mean, we, 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 the, the, okay, the, but still, just give me an amount. Amount I don't need to retire. Like when I retire from my job, to be like, this is what you got. What mm-hmm. I need, and in thirty years from now, what I'm gonna need, shit. Okay, no, okay. let's say let's say you're sixty years old, you're done working. I, I shouldn't be working. I should right, be no. retired before that. I, I should be. <laughs> we should be owning a whole lot of businesses. Yeah, a whole lot of property. Right. I should, different streams of income coming my way around that time. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Of course, that, that's the that's the goal for everybody. Goal, but yeah. let's just say hypothetically, you've been working all forty years. Like mm-hmm. Paul, till he was sixty years old, right? And you retire. How much money do you need? Or how much money do you think you need for retirement? I'm asking. Give me a dollar amount. I say about two million. Uh-huh. You say that two million. I was about to say a hundred. A hundred what? Thousand. Okay. Well, it, Blake is more right. You want at least about a mil, if not more. Because a hundred thousand. That's going in what, four years? <laughs> but <laughs> you got to think about it. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I'm looking at, you think about it. I'm looking at, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm looking at your daddy, like how he lives. Like, like it, it should pay for it. He don't be doing no. Big spinning and buying. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? He don't be traveling. You know, they go on their little, their little you know, little trips or whatever, but they don't be doing no like, extravagant mm-hmm. shit that the, you're going to be spending like shitload of money. Right. Okay, that's cool, but would you... And he ain't got to buy those, he ain't got to buy clothes and shoes. He can get that from his son. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I say it. It depends your lifestyle is, because like, he, Papa retired four years ago. He, he, he get his pension, he get his social security, and then like social security is for life. So like he get his pension, he got his four hundred one k, he got all that shit. So like, well, see, yeah, but Paul got lucky because well, yeah. one, no, no, no more companies giving out pensions for one, right, right, right. Nobody, nobody, we ain't getting that. So yeah. we, yeah. we share our luck on that part. Number two, Social Security, we might be lucky if we get that by time yeah, we get that age. I don't get that either. So it's like, so that's why I'm getting to the point of that. Would you? And say he probably don't even spend none of that shit. He just. You see what he's doing? No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, okay, again, but I'm talking about for us. When we get about right, 60, yeah, yeah. Compa- right. in, in, thinking into the consideration of inflation, by the time we see how much shit going to be costing by that time. And let's just say hypothetically, yeah, we have everything paid off. But would you be safe to say you would probably spend roughly about maybe two grand a month? Just whatever. Like retired two grand a month? Mm-hmm. Everything paid for. I can pay that. I know I could. I can do that now. Two grand a month. Like everything paid for. Like I'm. 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 I'm sixty something years old. It's me mm-hmm. and my wife. All my kids grown. Uh, no bills. Just like light cable. Light water, c- cable, food, grocery stuff like that. Two thousand dollars a month will allow you to do all that very comfortably, right? Right. Okay. But I want to go back to the point where Derek said a hundred grand will last to the retirement. You sixty. People are living longer most time, but typically people live mm. to about eighty, so twenty right. years. Right, two thousand dollars. You can see my phone. Mm, I see. I'm, again, I'm going for what you said, a hundred thousand, Derek. Cool. I want to see how much. <laughs> right. So two thousand dollars a month times twelve. That's for a year. That's twenty four grand. Like Blake said, that'll probably last about four years. 
So, but take this amount and you multiply that by 20, so you can live for 20 years. That's 480. Man, shit, that's, you gotta go back to Walmart. <laughs> gotta be a goddamn people, people don't think about that part either. <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm being very conservative about 2000 a month. True. Who knows what the price of stuff gonna be when we get older? True, it might True. actually be about three to four thousand. And again, that's if you got everything paid off. What if you're still paying for a car? Are you still paying for your house? Yeah, that, can easily, right. that can easily add another one to two thousand dollars. So now we have four grand a month. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's say not everything not paid off. You still need four grand. Four grand times 12, that's 48. Multiply that by 20. That's a mill. No, that is. That's not. 960,000. Damn. People don't even think about even, that's, you got, I mean, Yeah, that's something to think about, dude. Like real shit. That's why you said that's why you got to like. That's why we got the, the the more like generational wealth mindset of like not worrying about that, more worrying about making that yearly from other streams of income or investing mm-hmm. or like real estate and like uh commercial property, you know, shit like that. That's like the goal we're trying to reach. Like it's not like depending on this job to help me survive mm-hmm. once I quit. So that's the type of mind frame we're trying to uh, like you too. You got that same mind frame too. Like you probably yeah. the only person besides like Derek, you probably the only person who like probably would agree with me. Like when to talk about stuff like that, because I don't think Blaine thinking like that. Harry think like that, but Harry's so naive with it. But you just don't know about the the back end, like the smart shit you know about Tula. So mm-hmm. like, it just you know, it's, it, everybody different. So like, right? Maybe, but see, I'm basically just speaking like to the common man. People who just work in a nine or five, who not again, who just not thinking about yeah, stuff right, like right. Who just want to survive after retirement? Yeah, who just want to live regular, like yeah, honestly. right. So again, just again, that's just to live regular, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they're not even thinking about this stuff, right? So you could look, look at everybody in the future. Put two of the seeds just told you you could need at least one point five after yeah. retirement to survive in the year twenty eighty or twenty sixty or twenty twenty. Hey, he just. Sure. And just even the mad that he did, that's not including the stuff like if you if your kid needs something or your grandkid right, needs right, something. Right. Because you gotta think about it like if you know it might be times hard for your kid and they be like, Well, you know, mom dead, like you know, that or that knowing that you retired, like, man, look, nigga, let me go in my goddamn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you gotta think about this shit too. So don't, don't put that stress on your parents and be like, they, they know they got that million dollar insurance policy and be like, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and kick the bucket to sing for my kids. <laughs> I think I did enough, you know. I work, you know. Maybe I'm a little fun. I'm going to meet Jesus. <laughs> Wherever I'm going, whatever after this. Damn. <laughs> and it's so crazy. You gotta think about it nowadays, too. Like, with <laughs> things going on, people passing away because of COVID. Some of these people probably even have like no will or no retirement. Like, like, yeah, like, so it's like they leave on the burden of the next person of like, you got to pay for a funeral, you got to do this. Like, I go find me. Yep. Because it's just in my experience right now, like, my aunt just passed away like a few weeks ago. It's like, my, 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 my nanny got to figure out a way. If she want to rent out the house or 
she want to sell a house. And it's like, she trying to figure that out. And it's like, and she she don't live out here. So she live in Texas. So it's, it's hard to back and forth dealing with work and then got to deal with her mama. Her, her mama home is like, shit a lot, man. Shit a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, speaking about investing for retirement, just knowing what things to invest in. Uh, like Blake said, real estate is one thing, a real great investment. If you know how to find a good deal, find a property below its value or buy it below its value and put a little money into it to fix it up and flip it or shit, rent it out. Uh, the stock market, that's always something that you can make money in. Uh, investing in stocks, bonds, index funds, mutual funds. Or another thing I'm, I'm looking more into, investing into businesses, startups. You know, if you got the money, give it to the person, or whatever, and get a, a percentage of the of the company. I'm glad you said that because I was looking. Um, I don't know. I was I was thinking of like catering wise, and because I, I was talking to my mom about some stuff about catering, and I thought about the um they got a restaurant in Houston called Breakfast Club, and I was like, man, I want to do. And they could get out here. And I was just looking, and then I seen that they was doing, they trying to, like, do uh, food trucks, and they starting up, like, they, they did, like, a little starting up um fun thing, whatever. So I just started looking into it, and then you started, know, I started noticing a lot of, you know, black companies that, like, got little startup things, like, asking for money. And I started reading the stuff, like, with the percentage you would get back and stuff like that. You make some money if you invest. I even see like the um they doing the documentary of DJ Screw like it's like an actual real documentary. It's not like the the last one they did, oh, okay. and it's like they really they like they they go if you invest like you double up your money like they go double up and they say if like if they sell if they sell a um the documentary to like somebody you know for big money like they show you like the percentage you can make and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Like. Like I just gotta start looking up shit like that. Now just I was just on there just looking like for hours, and I was like, "That's pretty cool, man." Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. So people do look into that shit like for real. I think that that's cool. Shit, yeah, hell yeah. That's to me. That's that's three things you know you can put your money into. That's gonna always be around. Real estate is never going to work. People gonna always need a place to live. The stock market is always going to be there because it's ran by businesses. Businesses are never going to work. People always have a business in something. I said this is the S&P 500, which is the top 500 companies. It's always going to be there. And then just investing into other businesses. That one you got a little bit, little bit more careful with. You got to know the industry that they're getting yourself into. But for the most part, if you know one that you feel is going to do well, and if it takes off, now you got income from life, and all you did was get some seed money. True, 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 true. And fuck yeah. that. We need to take these stimulus checks and put it together and buy a Chick fil A for $10,000. Well, stick and shake. You got to work that Chick fil A to, to get one. So, I don't know about oh. that. Yeah, see, I don't know. I you know, I just see a lot of people post that like you could start your own franchise with ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I said it about a uh, stick and shake too. Shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of people think franchises are easy because oh, I just put the money in 
No, I didn't. Yeah, you know, no. you got, it's like it's like another job. You got to manage it. You got to yeah, watch. You got to hire people. You got to yeah, train you gotta them. Know the business, yeah. You got to know the business. You got to know the business. Matter of fact, that McDonald's that's um in front of um Louisiana, like yeah, um, yeah. yeah, they black and they own their own shit. Like I'm pretty sure that shit no easy. So no, but it's idea. It takes, it takes all those steps though to get to that point. You gotta learn it. How you gonna do investments if you can't even budget your own money? True. True. It starts there. Budget. Mm-hmm. Cut expenses. Make more money. Save. Protect yourself. And then you start investing. A lot of people try to do it backwards. They want to invest. And when the investment don't work out, you had no savings and now you lost all your money. Yeah, especially if you want to invest a lot of money. Sheee. Really? So, so. I, I, I did that. Like when I bought my first house, my first house was considered my investment. Didn't work out. Right. I lost and I lost everything. So living you learn, cuz shit. Hey, that's a good thing too. You you still you're still young, like you're not old, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you still got to, you like you even though it t- it it took you three years to bounce back, but it's like you still like you're not old and freaking you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're still young at it, like I can still to do this again, build my shit up. I build my shit up, and I'm about to, you know, bounce back with something better because I know, I know, I learned from my mistakes. Right, and I'm, I'm glad to say, at a young age, I did go through that because I wouldn't want to go through when I was older. No, I wouldn't want to go through it if I had a wife and kid. Which, and some people do do that. True. They still they still pull it through, which it shows how tough we are as humans that we can literally get through whatever we just put our mind to it. But if you can put yourself in a position to prepare for it and take advantage of the situation that you have to prepare for your future, why not? Why not? Cause she, you know what I'm talking about. Man, intuitive with that being said, man. We're in this podcast. You dropped a lot of knowledge. You dropped a lot of oh, you dropped a lot of smart things. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you for coming. I'll uh, be here every other week. <laughs> all good. Hey, I ain't gonna lie because that's that's I, I like cool. I know I, we like we do the whole clowning and shit fuck out of here and all of that shit like that. But I think like people need to learn about learn that shit because I'm I learned some shit tonight. Like you too, I learned you know about budgeting. <laughs> so uh, this is. It's good. I got knowledge and all kinds of stuff too, not just finances, health. That's that's one thing we can talk about another time about health. Physically, hey, and you know what? You know what? We supposed to somebody supposed to start their own podcast about, <laughs> yeah, about that shit. Yeah, we gonna have, we gonna have to talk to you because this yeah, the other thing. Yeah, yeah, because this nigga just. <laughs> hey man, I just I, like this though. I like this. This is cool. I never really thought about. Should just getting on here and talking, recording. Hey, bro, you talking, you talking to two two geniuses right here? We put people on. You ain't know we do, bro. And it just and, and people look, at, but people look at us like y'all can't help us because y'all not on. But it's like, nigga, it don't even. We know we don't ask people for money. We don't ask people for 
there's nothing. We just we want to help, <laughs> and that's all we is like we want to help. But that's we want to put. We just want to show y'all like if y'all don't know, not even if y'all don't know how to do it, even y'all know how to do it, just help. <laughs> we just want to help. That's it. So, and a little thing about. I see somebody that been doing this, somebody that been doing like interviews and all of this shit before, way before we started doing this. And you know what that person did? Came and asked me for something because they didn't know about it. And what I did, gave them the information because they didn't know. And what they did, man, appreciate it, man. I, you know, I didn't even know that. I'm glad, you know, this you never know, man. Just help, man. Oh, I'll get you blessed. Look. We can collab on some stuff. We'll talk about it for sure. Cool. Yeah, man. We we sure going to talk. Trust me. Right. <laughs> See, with that being said, we usually do the... Since this is such a good episode, we usually do an FOH of the week. Like, we usually say, like, we want to give the fuck out of here of the week to... But I think we all three go agree who we're giving the fuck out of here of the week to. So, uh, you know who you are. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. So, man, like I said, man, appreciate you, Tuli, for coming through, man, dropping these gems, dropping, dropping these knowledge. <laughs> y'all, man, this episode be dropping tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to, uh, y'all, boy, make sure y'all like, subscribe, and, uh, you know. Hit the notification bell, do all of that shit, rate on the, the podcast, app, right. um, apps, all of that. Do all of this shit, man. Shit. Damn. So, uh. Like I said, man, Tuli, we appreciate you. And uh, I'm the guy that never lies unless I have to say so. And it should be today, DJ True. Yeah. And we had this bitch. All right, nephew. Peace. Peace. Peace.